Hey guys, we're back, and this is Two Weeks From Tuesday. I'm taking Aaron's role in doing the intro all by myself. Two Weeks From Tuesday is a podcast aimed to be a friend and confidant in life, love, and relationships. Through music, new perspectives, and truth, we're always here for you. I'm your host, Aaron Wakefield. And I'm your host, Aaliyah Bloom. And this is Two Weeks From from Tuesday. Tuesday. You should listen to what you want. Yeah, you deserve. Listen to what makes you happy. If you want to listen to psych rock, you should do that. A little bit of folk? Go for it. If you want to play heavy metal at the kickback, Maddie, go ahead. Music? It's expression. It's everything. Honestly, you're right. How did, how did you like me doing that intro? I, really, uh, I told Erin I want to see some pep out of her for the intro, and she said no. I feel like the intro was a little slower than it usually is. Because remember, because usually I go, this is a podcast that aims to be a friend and a confidant. I go really fast. This is so. a podcast that aims to be a friend and confidant. <laughs> Guys, okay, hot topic. We're, we're truthful with you. I can't get any of our little shticks down. I Like, if you asked me on the street, what's what does Erin say for the introduction, I wouldn't be able to get it. This is why I say the the girthy things. The Let's girthy. Let's not use that word. That word is omitted from book. <laughs> I use the, the 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 I I say the thick parts, and I keep the skinny ones. Aaron, do you like it thick? <laughs> this this conversation can end here. Okay. Well, what's the name of today's great. episode? Aaliyah named it. What's it? it? Is what's the name of today's episode? Eight oh eight and heartbreaks. Do you know what eight oh eight is? Yes. For anyone who doesn't know what an 808 is, it is a drum machine. To be precise, it is a Roland TR-808. Also, I was just curious because I was like, I know it's a, I know it's a drum thing, but like, I was like, does this mean anything else? And it's a penal code for disturbing the peace. So I feel like, how do you feel about that? I feel like we're hashtag disturbing the peace today. Not hashtag. I'm, gonna, I'm so sorry. Can I just say that? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm so just going to 808 you right now. Oh. Bro, like disturbing the peace. I'm about 808. to 808 right now. That's it. I to the dictionary. Yeah. Or just like, if, if you're feeling OS, which means overstimulated, you're just like, yo, this is 808 right now. Guys, get in on our slang. Everyone, get on that. We just made that up right here, right now. You witnessed it. You. you oh. <laughs> Thank you for that new word. You bring us into the episode. I'm having you such witnesses. a hard time. <laughs> I'm really struggling. No, that's okay. All right. So today's episode, 808s and Heartbreaks. Um, first question, Aaliyah. Aaliyah, let's just get right into it. Oof. Have you ever been in love? Do you feel it in your stomach? Does it twist and turn and scream and burn? It starts to make you cry, but you like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, For is... those of you that don't know, that's Are You In Love by The Regrets. It's just an intro to their album. Okay, have you ever been in love? Um, yes, absolutely. I have been in love once, for real, for real. And it was beautiful. And then decayed a little bit. So Would that qualify as your first heartbreak? I didn't. Would you consider you can be heartbroken broken in the middle of a relationship? Yeah, that's the worst kind. Because I think that there were times when we started to like fade a little bit, and I could tell. I think I was the one who held on to the relationship and believed the other person could change, and we she could change so we could align in a more fitting way. Or I could change so that I could be better for her, whatever. And when I started realizing that, this is just continuously not not coming together. I think and I was very heartbroken. I don't know. You you watched that relationship crumble. You you Aaron watched the whole arc of it. Like do you have yeah, any I saw thoughts? Do you have any thoughts from outsider of it? 
I just think the whole time. What did I say to you? I I said I did like a. I was talking to you about this uh, like a couple weeks ago, and it, there was like a metaphor that I said I don't remember that she was holding you back, but I just don't. Oh, oh, the water and fire. Oh, okay. This is so very good, actually. yeah, so Aaliyah's a fire sign, it and. Is. Um, <laughs> this person was a water sign and it was like constantly watching Aaliyah's fire get put out by this water. Like Aaliyah would say something, get so excited. And then like, boom, she's just dumping a, <laughs> a bucket of water on top of Aaliyah's fire. And then I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Like I, I, yeah. I, I've had a lot of growth. I feel like I stand up for myself now, but in the past I was very weak and would let people, whatever other people said, I would just be like, yeah, like, I just didn't have a voice for myself. Like, I let other people walk over me, unfortunately, for a long time. Yeah. And then it takes a little self-love to be like, bro, you're fucking sick. Like, why, why? Why are you letting this happen to you? Why are you letting someone dictate your life and, like, not treat you? Like, because I feel like I'm someone who, like, really tries to be good and treat everyone with so much love and go out of my way to be so nice. So if someone's, like, criticizing every little thing you're doing or not letting you shine. It sucks. You, my least favorite thing was one of these, like, not one of these people, this person that I was with. One of these. Would always answer questions for me. Someone would be like, hey, Aaliyah, what do you think? She'd be like, Aaliyah thinks this. <laughs> Even about my favorite color. Like, I can answer that in one word myself. You don't have to tell them. It's blue. <laughs> like, thank you. But, Aaron, have have you been in love? <sighs> mm. I think I have been in love. Um... But my, I feel like me falling in love just, like, goes hand in hand with heartbreak. I feel like I break my own heart in, like, situations. I'm not going to go into more detail than You want to put a pause on that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was so deep, though. You, like, that love goes hand in hand with heartbreak. Can you not go into that more? I feel like that was very poetic. I just am very guarded when it comes to relationships. So, like, before... Like, anything even starts. And I'll, I'll be, like, fully in love with someone, and I'll be like, ah, oh, this is so good. And before it even starts, I'm like, they're just going to leave, or they're just not going to like who I am after a little while. And I tend to, like, sabotage relationships just because I'm trying to save myself, but I end up going through it, like, tenfold because I did that. Yeah, I think everyone has their things they need to work <laughs> on, you know? Everyone's trying their best, which is okay. Like, I... I have my own plethora of ways that I'm toxic and self-destructive. Um, I do them on the weekly, and I'm like, Aaron, I was, I did, I was a little self-destructive. She's like, why did you do that? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, you know, it's interesting. I think this isn't about heartbreak. We can tangent for a little bit. Just, like, falling. I think I've done this many times. I, I feel like falling in love and love is very different than, like, really liking the idea of someone and like love comes in many forms but i think i fall fall for the idea of people often yeah no i feel the same way and that brings me to something that like i i feel like i think about a lot but don't really vocalize but so think about your biggest heartbreak do you think why do you think it hurts so bad like other than the length of time that you were with them is it because like could this heartbreak have happened the pain that you went through everything could this have happened with somebody else like i okay so i always think like oh like i really like this person and like i feel like they've hurt me like blah 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 but like um i'll be like this could have been anyone like why am i so stuck on this Are you saying person is heartbreak the situation or the person specifically yeah that's such a good question 
I think that, okay, with my philosophy that you could have a lot of different partners that you're equally compatible with, theoretically, I feel like I could fall, in, like, the reason I was heartbroken, like, if you break it down, was because there was someone I thought I was going to be, like, endgame with. It was my first love. I didn't know better. And I put a lot into it. I We moved fast. I put everything in. And, like, yeah, gave my all, which wasn't healthy. And once that started to, like, and she put her all in. And then once she, like, slowed down doing that, I was just hurt by the fact that I put so much into something. I thought we were in, like, the same page and going to last forever, whatever. Um, but if, like, I think it was, if I could have fell into that situation with anyone else similarly. And it doesn't have to be the person. What do you think? I don't know. I feel like I... I feel I, mm, I can't even answer my own question. That's a deep one. Yeah, I I don't know. Like with my like, what I feel like is my biggest heartbreak at the mo- at this moment in time. I feel like it has to do with the person rather than like what's happened situationally. But I feel like the person really makes because I feel like we're so aligned and there's just like. Just there's a lot like this makes sense to our answer. Sorry to cut you off, but I think you're someone who is like qual like I can see beauty in a lot of people, and I feel like I could really like have a very happy marriage and future and like with a lot of people. But I feel like you're very selective and like you're this is true. very quality like input qual like I don't know. You just like like have really liked a few people in your lifetime, and I've like crushed on so many people and been like, we're so compatible. This is great. And maybe, like, if you're a quality person who really, like, just falls deep for a few people, you lean towards what you were saying of, like, it's a person. But if you're someone who, like, I don't know, like, like leans towards my perspective, it's more situational. Yeah. It's it's hard. I don't know. I, I feel like I've gotten better. Not This isn't about, like, being, like, heartbroken. Like, not I haven't really been heartbroken many times ever. But, like, I've definitely have been, been like, oh, I thought we were connecting. And, like, that's sad that you're not feeling that way or that things went differently. Do you, like, do you have a hard time moving on from that? Not from just, like, small. I've only, like, had one, like, actual real heartbreak. But the other ones, I'm just like, well, this doesn't feel cute to my self-esteem, but, like, I'm not stuck on them. I, yeah, I try to distract myself. Like, I've got, I used to take it so personally. Again, this isn't a heartbreak. This is just, like, not unreciprocated feelings. Like, oh, you don't like me. Like, I, like, sit, like, sink in it for a few days. If I got that text, hey, I feel like we're not compatible, but it's been great knowing you. This is just about, like, Tinder dates or something. And I used to, like, sink and be like, damn, this is the end of the world. No, like, they're just a person. There are so many people, like, I'm young. Yeah, no. I don't, like, it's, all, like, yeah, I agree. I'm trying not I've to go into had... heartbreak. Like, these days I feel like I'm I not I can't gonna, imagine, like, like, actually being, like, I, I think I've got shit to do. I feel like I've went through my hardest, fe- like, feelings <laughs> of struggle. Maybe that's because I haven't been in a relationship since. I don't know. That's scary. Are you scared? Like, or not even, I'm, I know the answer, but, like, it, like the risk and reward of being vulnerable to get a relationship is it is it worth it? Aaron might have a skewed. From, okay, I, I I do have a skewed like point of view on this, but for me personally, 
I would say that it's not worth it. But for anybody else, I'd be like, you should do that. You should like be vulnerable because it'll it'll work out for you in the end. But just the way that I see myself, I'm like, this is just not going to work. You need to chill out. Like, stop being so optimistic. You should talk to yourself like how you talk to your friends. I feel like that's such like an easy lesson. Like, maybe you should be a little cuter. Take your own <laughs> advice. Yeah, the, like, but I get it. Vulnerability is scary. Like, people fucking suck. Sincerity is scary. Oh, the 1975. I, I, hope, I was gonna say, I hope you guys all know who that is, but Aaron just just shared. <laughs> they were just touring in Boston. Were they? At, oh wait, yeah, I was in Boston when yeah, they were touring, and I was like, we should go. Tickets were so expensive, though, right? <laughs> they were like one thirty-five. Okay, I was talking to someone recently about this. I don't want to pay more than sixty-five dollars for a concert. Well, I uh, well we see we see edgy underground bands. I just feel so like we'll once never, you're big. <laughs> we'll never have to pay that much for a concert. I don't know that if, like, even if there's someone who's edgy underground and they got so big, I don't know if I, like, would drop much more than that. I feel like I could just listen to them on, like, my well, headphones at this point. I hate to break it to you, but we paid more than that for Catfish and the Bottleman. But that was 2019 us. Now, I don't this know if true. Catfish and the Bottleman came around or, like, the neighborhood or someone I love <laughs> so much. <laughs> I I drop big money on a neighborhood concert or Arctic Monkeys. Oh, Oh. that hits! I would be dressing like fourteen-year-old Tumblr, and I was like, "Let me have my moment." How do you say that's snack? This is so snack. snack. (laughs) Okay, do you guys like that one? I yeah. Let us know if you like it in the comments below. (laughs) (laughs) Boo 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 boo. Yeah, I feel like no. I feel like the trick is to catch them before they get big. Like I saw glass animals before they got big. I thought I was just going to bring it back to vulnerability. Oh, okay, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) But, oh, no, do you want to talk more about it? No, no, it's fine. I'm sure we'll talk about it in another episode. Yeah. I feel like, let's have a therapy, like, little sesh between you and me. Mm -hmm. I feel like vulnerability is cute because (laughs) the fear, I feel like there's, like, a little bit of a fear of rejection or something, putting yourself out there. Not just you. I think anyone who has some, like, vulnerability issues, like, I don't know. Why do you think people have vulnerability issues? I feel like it's fear of rejection. People suck. Yeah. It's all, it's what are always, some other ones? I'm like trying to play. I feel like game? everything like in a relationship, anything that you fear in a relationship boils down to fear of rejection. Like if you like really break it down, it always comes down to fear of rejection. Yeah. It's it's scary. But like why is like why should it hold so much weight this fear of rejection? Like yes, I am fearful of rejection hardcore style. But like why? Like you move on like okay, you're rejected, then what? But you when somebody forward. is that striking to you, like imagine you're like you're like fully head over heels in love and this person's like seems perfect and like all, like the whole nine yards. You're seeing stars and then they just reject you. I mean, it it hurts. You don't want to hurt. Nobody wants to hurt. I feel like I've, like, done enough dating these days, and I've been rejected enough. Uh, Hey, guys. (laughs) Just so you know. Like, I've also had a lot of dubs, you know, like, both ways. But, like, I've done so much dating, and I've had so many, like, having to put and say I'm not into this or someone saying they're not into me, whatever, that I'm, like, Maybe I just haven't felt enough recently. (laughs) (laughs) Just dating just to date? (laughs) Possibly, because I'm like, maybe I just haven't cared about anyone enough that it does hurt. Maybe that's my own ish. Yeah. That might be a a separate episode. I was going to say, like, I, like, just haven't felt that much when someone rejects me. I'm like, oh, it's fine. Like, I bet. Yeah, that means you just didn't like them. (laughs) 
sorry, everyone. <laughs> sorry, guys. No, it's okay. This is my personal apology. It's peace, love. Move forward. But, Aaron, speak your truth. What's on your mind right now? I'm sp- Okay, let me speak my truth. Okay, one thing, I feel like I'm a hypocrite when I talk about, like, like love and vulnerability because I tell everybody like you need to feel your feelings you need to be be so soft and like tell people how you feel and just be sweet like you're put on the earth to to feel things to like experience the human experience you're supposed to like go through that it's part of being a human and I just feel like I I don't want to say dehumanize myself that sounds so bad but I feel like I kind of just like I'm like well that doesn't apply to you <laughs> yeah, you I, just... I don't know where that stems from. Yeah. I don't know who dictated that you are sub, sub from human. <laughs> like, are in this alternate category. <laughs> That's not... what my dad used to me. He's like, "Who told you this story about like, yourself?" Your parents are very kind like, to you. Oh. <laughs> I know they're very sweet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where you've got these things, but I think we need to take some time to like maybe make it cuter, make it be like. Oh, honestly, you do deserve that. And, like, someone does want this. And you just have to, like, put yourself out there a little bit. Sometimes. What's your truth? Um, what is my truth? I'm trying to think. I don't know if I have a truth right now. Like, I, I have truths that aren't related to this topic, but I don't know. Okay. Can, can okay. This what? Is, <laughs> What's so your I, question? I started this episode doing the fucking... The intro. Mm-hmm. I don't need to say fucking intro. That's disgusting. Doing you the do intro. What you, do what you want. That's so explicit. <laughs> um, doing the intro. Can I just do an in and an out? Like, no, no. I just I just had an no. out that I really wanted to share with everyone. No, we're not even to the ends and I the outs yet. I just, that's what I was thinking about you're when like, it was really You're really me just off. shaking the episode I up. was trying to shake up the episode. I wanted to rock the boat and then get back into it. Okay, like, what's the end? Okay, it was actually an out. Oh, I'm so, okay, I'm sorry. We were we were trying to get into um, a photo shoot thing earlier today, and I really just don't like keys. Why? Who made keys and why wasn't there like modern technology? I, I think, think you're alone be, on this. I think there should be pin pads for everything. Getting into the studio, there were pin pads. Like, you lose keys. Like, what is the reason? And there are so many of them. I, I just don't agree with this. Like, I just don't think keys are that hard to use. <laughs> I've always struggled with keys. You I do. Think I'm a detail. I'm not a detail-oriented person. Aaron can back that up. <laughs> I'm backing it up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, have you ever seen that TikTok that I feel like it's been trending? I don't know if it's just gay TikTok or whatnot, but it's like, no, it's straight too. I've seen straight girls do it. Like, oh, I was such like a lover girl, and then oh, bum, bum, bum. yeah, and yeah, then yeah. it's like, now I'm still a lover girl, or it's like, lover girl is dead, and now I'm ice cold. Yeah, I've seen those. I wanted to do that, and then I was like, I don't want it to be sad. Like, it's not sad, but I don't want to be nice. I feel like you're a little ice cold right now. Uh, I've been ice cold for a couple years. Not a couple years, months. No, like <laughs> six months, a year ish. Actually, kind of since May. Yeah, Give it, yeah. Like since you moved to New York. <sighs> I see. Can we unice? No. I feel like I'm a lover girl who's tried to be a little apathetic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're like, uh, no. Okay, so you're a lover girl, but you're trying to be like, you're in ego mode right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> let's be honest. Let's be honest. Well, it's not a bad thing. Everybody boy. has to go through ego mode. I felt like I was just swagging. Yeah, you were. You were just swagging, and that's fine. Like I, I don't. I don't think it's a bad thing to go through ego mode as long as it ends. I just felt like Shane from L Word. If anyone knows who that is, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> but I don't. I don't know. I think that. I don't feel like I want to, like, this is me from maybe, like, eight months ago. I feel like I was just, like, a little more optimistic about love, and I have been, like, a little apathetic to it. I've been, like, desensitized to love a little bit. So so I wanted to say, like, this about, like, how I behave. Like, I just, like, keep putting myself out there for love and never get hurt and, like, just don't give up on love. And I totally do, but I guess these days, I don't know if I haven't been looking for love or whatnot but like i feel like i can't say that fully genuinely like just keep keep searching for love and don't be just keep loving i don't think keep searching for love is is a thing that anybody should say i don't think you should ever be searching no not not searching but like don't be jaded by like putting yourself out there Mm -hmm. and loving no like i guess i do that but i don't i don't really know what i've been doing lately like chilling hanging hanging yeah but just some people, I feel like once they get heartbroken, they're like, I'm never going to put myself out there again. Yeah, which is, like, not a, like, obviously not a good thing. I think, I mean, I don't know. I've had a, I've had a really put yourself out there year, if I do say so myself. But I feel like Did I, now? <laughs> but I feel like I still hold myself back, but I still, I will still, like, put myself out there. Like, I'll go on a date and then, like, I'll be like, oh, I really like this person. And then, like. Like, an hour later, I'll be like, you are doing too much. Like, chill out. Like, you would just, you need to calm down. You don't like this person. Or if I I was on a date and I I was rejected, like, I would be like, I'm never going on the apps again. I'm just going in Boston. I'm going to work out. I'm going to take care of myself. Like, I'm going to be a cold-hearted bitch. And that lasts for, like, two hours. (laughs) Then I'm, like, so soft. I'm like, I don't want to, I feel like once I get hurt, I'm like, I don't want to feel anything. I want to be numb. I want I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But, like, I'm so bad at that. Yeah. No, I'm the same way because I feel like I want to be, like, you know the girls in the movies that are, like, really cold to guys and are, like, I don't know, like, the guy will say something and I'm like, whatever. Like, they're just, like, really, mm-hmm. I don't know. I always want to be that girl, but then some, like, a cute guy will start talking to me. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what? Aaron likes to have the stone cold front. I do like to really, have the, like, I love stone down, cold. You're not. But I'm people sweet. might misjudge. People might misjudge. Yeah, that's true. Just and there, t- there are like times. there are times when i think i'm being sweet and i'm just not being sweet okay well Aaron has very (laughs) skewed versions of sweet sweet is like Aaron being like i texted him hey what's up that was sweet that is sweet i'm starting if someone if a girl just said hey what's up to me i'd be like she doesn't give a fuck (laughs) like why (laughs) be like can you like be like how's my day how's my day like how are you doing you look beautiful (laughs) like like that's sweet Aaron once was about to buy this man, like, okay. like tickets or, like, a drink or something. And I was like, that's very nice. That, that, she that's actually likes sweet. him. Yeah, I was like, I was going to buy him tickets to a museum. I was like, I don't know why, but I'm feeling like I just want to buy his ticket. I <laughs> and like, I was like, what is happening is now? Sweet. I need to shut this down. And you did. I, <laughs> <laughs> I did shut it down because then I... <laughs> We're no, we don't need no, to get into it. No, we won't move forward. Yeah, anyway. Um, okay, uh, Florence and the Machines. She has, like, a lot of, like, little, like, things that I resonate with. And I think you'll resonate with this, too. So she has a song called um, Light of Love. 
And like in the song, she says, I wanted to get it right so badly that I always got it wrong. And I feel like that's something we both would relate to in relationships, like just trying too hard. And she also always says like, she sat down with her, her sister and was talking about the relationship and was like, I think I did too much. And I was like, I like, I don't know. I hear you so hard. I, I feel like I interpret that in two ways. The first way I see that is someone who wants love so badly they're always like searching for it and they're not going to find it like that in like a more abstract way I see it or I also see it as like inside like being inside the relationship and you love so much that like you're over loving or overthinking or over something that you shouldn't have to be doing Mm -hmm. and like I feel like you're that one I'm the first one (laughs) yes yes absolutely yeah I don't think you're like well, when I say searching for love, I mean like desperately searching for love. Like you want it, like you want love. I know some people that want love so badly, like like are just such lovers, and then they're looking for it in the wrong places. Yeah, which isn't. I feel like when it boils down to it, the people who you're like really boiling down things, chef. Am I really? Am I like? <laughs> I feel um, like you're like. I have I been crux. boiling today? You have been. I'm boiling. 105 degrees, baby. Oof! When we break it down. <laughs> no, up, actually, chef. I just completely forgot what I was gonna say. So no, I wanted the boil. Yeah, I don't remember what I was boiling. Well, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> you could bring him back. Well, yeah. you were you were talking about how you you search for love on that like exterior kind of and then on the inside i'm just like get like oh yeah spam too much with love yeah so like when for me personally it was always like oh like i really like i really want a relationship like i, I used to be a hopeless romantic i'm like i really believe want it or it. not but yeah believe it or not but i like i just wanted love so badly and then when i really got into it and like thought about it i was like mm, i'm just afraid for somebody to actually know me so it's That's like like a at this, it's the disorganized attachment style. Oh, that's that's Snaps a whole conversation. That. That's a, we'll, we'll, have we'll have an episode, episode about that. But it was my disorganized attachment style. Yeah, I I don't know, but like love is like a drug. I don't know if it's the first love is like a drug, but whatever I had, I think I was seeing rainbows and butterflies. You were you were seeing stars. I was seeing, by Borns. I was actually seeing stars probably for like the whole honeymoon stage. It was stage. It was something I never felt and like. It was like there were visuals almost, like so sober. <laughs> like I was seeing stuff, and I like, I don't know. I wonder if everyone else like your first. Like, do you think it's your first love or like every love you have? You feel that? I, I don't like, definitely don't think it's every love. I, I, mean, I feel like it depends on the person. I feel like just love changes in the book. The in the light we lost, right? Oh. It talks about like different kinds of loves, right? Stop. And how some Guys. are like. A crackling fire and some are explosive. Yes. Right. And I don't know, at least for me, I feel like the first love I had was like the explosive firecracker, everything. We did everything move so fast and exploded. Sometimes you just want what, like, what is it? A kindling? Yeah. I don't remember, to be honest. I read that book like two years ago. Yeah. But it is one of my favorite books, and I do recommend it The Light We Lost by Jill Santapolo. If you want to feel the feelings, that is a deep book. It's. It's amazing. It's like the most incredible book, and it's dedicated to New York City. Oh, Aaron and I today saw, like sighed in unison. <laughs> it was perfect. Her roommate was. It like, was so sweet. You guys are in sync. We were. We were like we we know, but um, I feel like maybe like is there is it time for question of the day? Yeah, I think it's it time up? for question of the day. What's your question of the day? Oh wait, but actually, I wanted you to share the monologue line. <gasps> 
Oh, okay. So I'm not going to say the whole monologue, and I'm pretty sure everybody knows this, but the monologue at the end of Call Me By Your Name is something that really, like, really, really sticks with me. It's, like, one thing I go back to, and I'm just like, you have to feel your feelings, Aaron. But um, it's, like, it's on, it's on my wall. It's, like, a poster on my wall in my bedroom. Um, but he's great. It's amazing. But it's, like, the dad's ending uh, monologue, and he's like, what you're feeling right now, don't bury it. I want to, like, look up the actual... There's, like, a line in it. Look it up. Look it Give up. me a second, guys. Okay, this, I guess, is my segment to just say hello your, to everyone. This is, your this is my special moment. We're just going to wait so patiently because this line is worth it. It's Sometimes worth it. Sometimes you have it. to take the extra mile to find, She's to so find the it. bit. She, she is so worth it. She. I need to rewatch it. Now it's on Netflix, guys, so if anyone has not seen... Mr. Timothy Chalamet being gay and being uh, sweet with Oliver. It's great love story, which hurts a little bit. But Okay, there are a couple, but there's... Okay. Okay. We rip out so much of ourselves to be cured of things faster that we go bankrupt by the age of 30 and have less to offer each time we start with someone new. That's... It's like holy shit. Yeah. That's be that, that's painfully beautiful. It's just like whoever uh, I don't even know who did the screenplay. I feel like I used to know. I don't know who did the screenplay for this um for the movie. Well, obviously it was pulled from a book, but whatever. That's like incredible. It's like one of my favorite. That's why it's on my wall. Like I I want to just uh that line you like what is it you pull from people pull to too quick. What? I don't know. <laughs> Clearly, I don't know. Why. We like, rip out so much of ourselves that we go bankrupt yeah, by the age of 30. That's interesting. Yeah. You because, think? like, you, I feel like you just, like, not you and not you actually, but when you are in pain, you're like, I want this to end. So you block it out. But I then do that. you still, I do that. you have that, you blocked it out so you never healed from it. And then you go on to another relationship and you still hold the trauma from the last relationship and you don't give as much in the next one. And that's not, that's not fair to the other person. No. Sorry for anybody out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the silence. <sighs> yeah. Jeez. And there's another line. Where is it? Uh, this one. Our hearts and our bodies are given to us only once. And before you know it, your heart is worn out. And as for your body, there comes a point when no one looks at it, much less wants to come near it. Like you just have to. Wow, just I need to rewatch. It's yeah, definitely time. I feel like like I've only watched it once, and it was very powerful and moving when I saw it. But it's just a beautiful movie. It's a work of art. It's gorgeous. Aaron loves Mr. Timothy. Timote. Timote. He's beautiful. Timote. Timote. Is he bae? Is he husband? He is bae, <laughs> even though he's short. <laughs> What do you date him? Aaron I would, has a thing to not yes, date short guys. I would date. I do have a thing. I'm I'm huge, but no, you're not. You're <laughs> six five feet tall. Nine. Five nine and a half. Don't round down. <laughs> round down. Okay. Let me okay. What's question. your question of the day? Okay, Timothy, if you're listening, Aaron's ready. I do you, do you think he's listening? I think he's listening. I, I think he listens. He's an avid listener to our podcast every single week. Mm-hmm. That's why everyone else should listen. Tell your friends that. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That's slander. Um, so. Is it slander? <laughs> <laughs> it's vulgar information. It's explicit content. 
We should have a segment on the show called Is It Slander? But Ooh. I don't know how that would work. Wait. I don't know like the concept of it. We'll have to talk about it. Is it slander? Is it that slander? Could be a Reddit feed or maybe something. Maybe like maybe well like um it's something like if we were offended by someone something that like one of us said, then oh. we would be like, Is it slander? Do you have any slander moments? Well, the other day Maddie told me that I looked like Chandler from Friends. That's and I was dressed in something. And I feel like that was slander. That that was oh that that's definitely not a great compliment. That's slander. That's what I, I said. And you dressed like him. <laughs> she just vest. said that I dressed like him. She is sweater vest. That's what he wears. Is it slander? Let um, us know in the comments. Yeah. Okay. First of all, I think slander is. This happened today, folks. <laughs> I was wearing some like very light, like khaki, like big ass. <laughs> pants and a white tank top whatever and then i was trying to put on this like safari colored like overshirt with like these moon boot rainbow like very like holographic, holographic <laughs> shoes and people the fans the just, people fans aka aaron aaron and her roommate maddie said that it didn't work but i just wanted to express myself i wanted to blend like going to the moon travel to moon with like jungle so I, I don't think it's slander. To add a brown blazer to that too. I don't think it's. I don't think that's slander because we were looking out for you. But like we were being honest friends. Is honest? I guess is slander honesty, or is honesty no. slander? I don't know. <laughs> no. Is honesty slander? No. No. I'm wearing my this moon boots right now. Such a philosophical right question. Is honesty slander? Would you go to the moon if you could <laughs> right here right now? Probably not. What if someone paid you to go to the moon? I don't want to go to the moon. <laughs> really? What if you That's could like be a there? really long journey. What about if you could be there in five minutes? What if you could be on the moon in five minutes? If I could be on the moon in five minutes, maybe. But you have to stay Wait, there for a day. You know what I saw? I saw somebody wringing out a washcloth, like on the not on the moon, but they were like in space, I feel like and the water was just like floating. That's it was so cute. Photoshop. They were in a spaceship. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely like. Star Wars. Okay, what's your question? Okay, back to heartbreak. I don't know. I don't like talking about heartbreak. I just like, I'm like, I want to be happy. Okay. I've been in happy moments. We're done with the episode. I want happy moments. Okay, sorry. You're going to have your happy moments. Okay, what songs, what artists do you listen to during heartbreak? This is for when you're in a a conversation, sticky situation, on a date, don't know what to say. I don't know how to say my line, but it's supposed to rhyme. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was so cute. Okay, keep going. And no, yeah, that, that's my question. Who who are your go to people you listen to or songs for like healing a heartbreak or navigating a heartbreak? Saccharin by Attaboy. Oh, that's my heartbreak song right now. Really? Yeah. I don't think I even know it. Saccharin by Attaboy. It's so good. Oh. I fall asleep to it. I'm like, let me just sulk. Yeah. What's your heartbreak song? I don't know if I have a specific song, but I might have like some Lana Del Rey, like Sad Girl Starter Pack. Maybe Sad like, Girl Starter maybe Pack. Maybe some Neighborhood too. I don't. I can't listen to the Neighborhood when I'm sad about like a, the a Neighborhood guy. is equal sad for me now. Really? Just, just like sad. Yeah. It was like fall, uh-huh. fall 2018. I listened to 19 a lot. Oh my god. Struggle year. I've been. I've been. If I'm like sad about a sad. I'll, I've been fucking up some Jeff Buckley. I don't Ooh. know why I fuck up some Jeff Buckley. Oh. I kind of love that. Lo- Lover, you should have come over. Is so good. 
check it out, folks. If yeah. You, if you want to feel the feelings, I try to not sit like sit in sad music, so I'll get even sadder. I'm like, I don't want to feel even sadder. Get me out of here. Someone give me a rope and like pull me out. So I don't <laughs> torture myself and like. <laughs> I'm like I'm not trying to dig deeper, but I feel like by listening to these things, you're like hopping in like a hole. You're like taking the shovel and, and digging. Agreed. Do you get buried or do you get out of the hole eventually? I get out eventually. Who now do you put on to get out two of days it? Tops. I I feel like the we've talked about this. Uh, the finger is up because I feel like we've talked about this in an earlier episode, and I don't do that. If I'm sad, I do not put on like an upbeat song to get me out of the sadness because I'm like. I am faking this so hard right now. Like, I'm not about to fake anything. I don't remember the last time I've been, like, long-term sad. It's been I don't sex, remember that actually. either. Yeah. Thank God. <sighs> I'm not so trying to be about the blues. That? I'm, I think that we might be doing a lot of distraction things, too. Yeah. If we have more time, we might not. But That's true. Well, okay. Let's do your segment for real. I tried to, I tried to like, snatch a little bit of ins and outs. <laughs> I tried to snatch? I was thief. Okay, guys. I'm so sorry that my ins and outs are not, like, cute. Or, like, underground and edgy. Mine were cute. They have to do... They're serious. Oh, no. And I'm I'm so sorry. In... What's in? <clears throat> Loving deeply and unapologetically. Have big, big feelings. Cry in public. It's a part of your experience. Love deeply? Yeah. Are you talking about relationship-wise? Or, yeah. Or, like, like, romantic or friendship or all of that? All of it. Really? I'd like to see that in action. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Aaron is so sweet. Aaron has been very cute. And then out the exact opposite. Don't push your feelings down so far that you don't even realize you have them. I want a fun one. I don't have any fun ones. We're being. I'm. I'm ending this on a, on a serious note. This is serious. Be nice to okay, yourself. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> uh, okay. Goodbye. Thanks. Thanks for watching. This was serious. This was don't so be serious. heartbroken. We'll okay. We'll okay. Mind. I know you. Guys uh, no, I have that. an. I have a fun in in long sleeve shirt under short sleeve shirt. Dig that. Dig that. Yeah. 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 I, I fucked that up in the winter time. I really enjoy that. Hmm. What's another? Can we really think of some more like current ins and outs? Hmm. Hmm. Okay, Aaliyah. I'm so sorry. I do not like the red iPhones. Aaliyah has a red iPhone. Oh my god. I think god. that's so out. Why? I don't like it. Hmm. It's like, why did you get red? You, you know what's a fun black. in? I like these nails. Aaron Aaron got me to do these cool nails that are like, I don't know, three-fifths maroon. And then like the other like two-fifths is like a bright red. I like these half-half nails. It's half and half, yeah. It's cute. I got them from, what's her name? Mata Gravy? Or I don't know how to pronounce her last Mata name. Mata Gravy? Mata something. And um, I'm sorry I butchered your last name, Queen. But she's like a TikToker. Oh. Yeah. And so she always has the people. coolest nails. She's like a, like... She has, like, a very minimalistic style, but everything looks very curated. Oh, I know it's in. I know it's in. What's in? What's okay, in? Why I'm, are you... I'm, like, shaking. <laughs> I was so excited about it this morning. Okay. A hot Dunkin' Donut oh. almond milk latte. We have to end it on that one. Snaps. That's... Okay, that's actually in. That was such a cute like, day. That was that a was, moment. That was our special moment. We were on the train today getting here, and we were just, like, dancing Sip and grooving. Yes. And, like, we were so happy. We were. Yeah. We were on rush. We got here on time. It was a good... We were... Yeah. It was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> no, we... I'm trying to think... Um, I always say that the Dunkin' Hot Lattes taste like hotel coffee, and I don't know why I, like, make that comparison, but hotel coffee in the best way. In the most 
sweetest, most cutest way possible. <laughs> and on that note, guys, we're so excited for you guys to check out our artist and yes. get into this interview. She is so cool, and we've known her for a while. And yeah, we'll see you guys after the break. Thank you so much for listening to this this episode. We did a, we did a lot here. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hey guys, we're back from the break and we're here with our special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself and where you're from? Hi guys, my name is Issa Marina and I'm from the Bronx, New York, currently based in Miami, Florida. Thank you so much for being on the show today. We're so happy to have you. Issa Marina, we met her at, so, or we actually didn't meet her. We were watching her at a So Far Sounds concert and we were just like in awe of her Latin R&B style and connected with her music. So it's crazy to be here today in person. Yeah, because yeah, that was what? three years ago oh back God. in 2019 <laughs> and we like saw her in an apartment do you remember yeah. that venue yes i do i remember that show in particular like i think that was maybe like the second to last show of like uh I, I was doing like a true colors tour after like the ep i put out that year and i remember that show in particular because like everybody was just such a vibe everybody was into it and i think that's something like when you're performing like when you're performing in front of different groups of people in different locations like you start to notice like okay like you know maybe in this place like people don't pay attention too much but like particularly that day i was like wow like <laughs> i want to travel out of state more to do shows like it was like really nice and a lot of people came up to us afterwards to just like talk to us and they just really enjoyed the show so i feel like it was one of those moments that motivated me because putting the tour together, I mean, I'd, I'd done that myself and it was hard. So it was just like, oh, I can't wait for this to be done, but I enjoy it, but I can't wait for it to be done. But that particular night, I was like, oh my God, I'm so happy we did this. Because <laughs> like, it was so out. good. Yeah, no, it was really worth it. It worked out. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of my favorite so far sound shows. I remember you um, played Jenny from the Block. Yeah. And I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely my favorite artist of the night in general for like so far sounds. Like it's it's not like hit or miss, but there's some I think I just resonate with more. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, she has, has that it talent. She has a sound. And like your sound reminds me of like early 2000s, like a little bit of. Rihanna, a little bit of, like, I don't want to say Shakira, but I kind of yeah. want to say Shakira. Like, <laughs> just, like, both that 2000s, like, Latin that I feel like yeah. we're lacking a little bit. And I, I just get excited by it. Yay! That's <laughs> exciting. No, and it's funny you mention all of that because that's literally, like, all of my influences. Like, growing up, especially, like, late 90s, early 2000s, like, um, uh, that Shakira album where she still had, like, the red and black hair. I think it's mm. called... Um, Donde están los ladrones? And I had learned it front to that back. That was good. That was yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. We can't say that back to you. We can't say that back to you. <laughs> that's like OG Shakira. And I learned that album front to back. That's actually how I learned how to read in Spanish. Because I knew how to speak up until that point. Because obviously like my parents are Spanish speakers. But I would read like the booklet. Like you don't have those things anymore. So like 
those are albums that I would literally follow like, ooh, okay, like, and memorize the lyrics. And that's how I learned how to read in Spanish and write. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, if you ever want to learn how yeah. to read and write in Spanish, take the book with <laughs> tricks, you know? Um, do, you, do you feel like you resonate more with, like, because you said Miami and New York, mm-hmm. like, creating, I feel like those the music scenes there are different. Mm-hmm. Would you be able to, like, describe it? And do you feel like your music leans towards influences from one area or the other Uh, it definitely has from both i've and i've talked about this with my therapist tmi but i feel (laughs) like glad you're in therapy everyone should be in therapy (laughs) therapy's in it is a gen z that's the new wave everyone should be in it i tell my dad like please go (laughs) i love you so much pretty please like you know like people that you love you know they've been through a lot of trauma of their own it's like but you especially know, your parents yeah like they've uh, been it, when you think about it, it's like i can't imagine like even just like how life was but like going back to the question um like things that i talked about with my therapist i feel like as far as like the sound it depends on how i feel too so i feel like with my background it's like my my dad's cuban my mom's dominican but like my dad he was born here and he came here by himself from Cuba again when he was 16. So he was in that whole, like, late 60s, 70s music. That's what I grew up listening to. So I listened to a lot of music from the 70s a lot, but then the 90s vibe. But then, like, the traditional Cuban music and Dominican music. So <laughs> it's I feel like it's always been a mishmash of everything or mishmash. And then I also have, like, a mix race ethnic background so i feel like i'm always kind of like straddling in the middle and it, it'll really depend on how i'm feeling in the moment to where i'll lean more towards i think that's something that makes you like your music unique having a little bit mm-hmm. of both and like finding that blend mm-hmm. just combining those sounds yeah this is kind of a segue but we're you mentioned <laughs> therapist and our <laughs> episode for the week is, is about heartbreak yes. and maybe we can circle it a little bit of that because definitely spoke to my therapist about some of that yeah oh my gosh (laughs) so would you say that you're a hopeless romantic oh i wouldn't say hopeless but i i believe in love though but i'm not the type to just be like oh like i'm gonna die over this guy and like he does one little thing and i'm losing my shit like no i wouldn't say i'm like that but i do believe in love and like real genuine relationships and friendships and like despite you know despite whatever's going on in the world or how people may be now or bad things you've gone through like i really do believe like real love exists because i've seen it in other people like i've experienced it i just think that when it comes to heartbreak like you know like they say certain people are for a season like it's for certain phases of your life mm-hmm. for you to learn certain things we always say that we say a reason a season or a lifetime it's true like even with friendships i mean there's so many friendships that i thought would be forever but they ended and in retrospect it's like well that would make sense because i'm not that person i was when i met them and it's not to say that you're better than anyone because you outgrew them it's just literally when you elevate and change naturally certain people places and things are gonna fall off yeah they can't always match your vibration yeah like you end up encountering and meeting other people yeah i feel like once you also come like come to peace with that concept like Mm. the fluidity of people coming and going into your life becomes a lot 
more yeah. easy. I don't know. Like we like talk about this in like maybe our first or second episode. Yeah, I think we talked about, about it in our first episode. Just like time, time passing yeah. and just like losing people, and I mean sometimes it's really difficult to cope oh, yeah. with because you just. I mean, I feel like people are planners. You plan to have people yeah. in your life forever. Like, I love you. I want you to stay. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. it's it's true, um, especially with relationships. But then in retrospect, like, I mean, there's so many people I can think of that I'm like, oh, my God, I thought or even just where I live. Like, I thought I would be living in L.A. doing this, this and this right now. And then life took me a totally different place. Now, in the moment, I it didn't register to me like I'm like okay I'm gonna go with it because I know I asked for a change right I manifested this change Mm -hmm. but now it's that it's starting to click like oh well it would make sense why I had to be in this specific place because then this and this happened in this other area of my life that makes sense that I have to be here to do this because this changed and I mean even like with my move to Miami like before then I was like I'm going to LA it was to a point where I was kind of like by coastal for my music for a while this Mm -hmm. is like 2016 2017 and then um I was working with this production duo and COVID hit they like totally ghosted me it was so weird it was like uh, it was one of those like weird experiences in industry bullshit so mean (laughs) yeah industry bullshit quite frankly like I would never know but it was just kind of like damn what do I do now but then at the same time my sound was changing and I realized like I want to do more songs in Spanish I want to do more songs like this I want to do more like Latin trap but I also want to be able to do more soul so basically doing a lot of things I couldn't really do with the situation I was in because you know they were very focused on going one direction and then once um that fell through and that ended and obviously like happening at the same time this whole thing with my sound it would make sense like yes being in Miami would for a little while at least would be a better fit for you just because of the direction of where you're going it just wasn't registering to me at the time yeah yeah, I feel like it's one of those things. You just have to trust the process. Yeah. I feel like that's just yeah. so once, you, once you let go and trust the process, kind of just go where you're meant to go. Yeah. yeah, this has been a summer thing. I literally used to like just plan, plan, plan. Everything needed to be a certain way. Have you ever watched Sex in the City? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, but the movie? Yes. Okay, you know who I'm thinking of when you said, like, I believe in love? I was thinking of, like, the assistant. I forget her name. Who always <gasps> oh, yes! With the, with the, the, the love. Yes. Love. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, I feel like yeah, I want to, yeah. because I feel like I'm, like, an optimistic lover as well. Yeah. Like, I'm Jada. I'm like, everyone sucks. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, like, I, I feel like I'm going to find someone I love. No, of course. You know, I, I always want to carry that. Yeah, like, I always say, like, if God put it, or whatever greater power you believe in, but if it's put on your heart, it's for a reason. I really don't believe that whatever powers that be or whatever inspires you, like, to, to want something, it would just be in vain. Like, yeah. oh, I just want this thing, and it's never going to happen. Like, that's not true. Yeah, and you also, wouldn't have the dream if you weren't meant to yeah, have it, if like, you weren't meant to pursue that. Yeah. Do you believe in having, like, everyone has a soulmate, or do you believe in, like, there are a lot of compatible people for people to, like, uh, fall in love with? I, oh, we're about to get really spiritual right now. I mean, <laughs> I should. I think we get yeah. deep. Yeah. We already established our homies. We were getting coffee earlier, and I was like, Issa, yeah. <laughs> we're Aries. <laughs> we gotta unite. No, but seriously, I feel like we definitely have soulmates. So soulmates could be your friends. It could be family. It could be certain mentors that you've had, like, a part of your soul family. 
which I like people that you just align with and accomplish certain things with and it you'll under like you know when it's somebody that you know like yeah Aaron? we're supposed to be friends Aaron, are you my soulmate like <laughs> <laughs> you might there's be. multiples of those <laughs> and then you have like karmics where it's just like it could be like especially with relationship or even friendships it could be such an intense and like that like oh my god we have to be friends oh my god this is my person but you go through so much shit with them but it's like your reflection of each other of the things that you have to like learn about yourself to be better and to grow and those may or may not last forever, which is okay. Like, in the moment, it may not feel okay because it feels crappy that it have, has ended or maybe gone through certain things. And then the whole twin flame hoopla BS, <laughs> which I see, I cringe when I see, like, people like, I have to be with my twin flame. I was like, well, no, you don't. Like, I feel like that twin flame thing is like, a, you know, I don't... For whoever believes in reincarnation and all those things. I'm just like, disclaimers. <laughs> I feel like that's really a person you may have, like, gone through lifetimes with. And you mm. haven't learned the freaking lesson yet. And until you learn, you repeat. Yeah. But when you do finally learn, it's not necessarily you have to stay with them. You can move on. Like, it'd be great if they learn too, but a lot of times they don't. And I feel like in the whole, like spiritual whatever community people trap themselves into thinking like oh it has to be this one soulmate or it has to be this twin flame and it's like well no you're meant to like learn from from every relationship that you have and then grow from it as a person and eventually yes you'll find someone who's aligned more with you and of course the love at that point would be probably greater experience because you're both evolved because they're meeting you now at a different place in your evolution that was cool. You kind of got a little speechless. Yeah. Like, ooh. I, I don't, I believe in twin flames, but not like, I don't know. I feel like I see a lot of talk about it, like just on social media yeah. and people are taking it too they, far. They yeah. Like it has to be this one person. I'm like, well, yeah. it might not. Yeah. Like it could. I feel like you don't really know who your twin flame is until it's like already passed, like in hindsight. And you're like, yeah. we were. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. true. So some people like you can like I feel like when you meet certain people like you can tell with the intensity like this mm -hmm. is an important I I don't know like how I feel so connected to you but you're an important person mm -hmm. to me or like even people who pop up not even romantically but like helping you maybe in your career like I've had people like that time and time again it's like they just help you. It's like they're like your little guardian angel or something and it's like oh my god thank you. Even I feel like that's a form of soulmate even. Yeah. Wow. No, I love that. No. Oh, I feel like we're talking about so many nice things, and like I don't want to bring it back to heartbreak. <laughs> no, you can bring it back because it takes work to get to understand mm -hmm. that. I didn't so, just understand that overnight. <laughs> it took years. <laughs> yeah, please. please. <laughs> yes. Um, I can, I'll, I guess I'll ask another, I feel like this one's so mean, it's like, or not mean, it's like, ooh, why are we getting so sad? We're like, I feel like we're like happy vibes right now. Yeah. But like, have, have you been through heartbreak, you know, have, like, how do you get through it? Like, what, what's your advice? What's your story, you know? Oh gosh. <laughs> well, this is, let's prepare for a long storybook. No, I'm going to try to summarize as best as possible, but I've definitely been through my fair share of heartbreak. Like, even from, like, high school, like, my first little boyfriend, you know, you break up. Those and it's the my, most. 
It's high school ones set, hurt. And I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I'm going to die. But like, I feel like the bigger heartbreaks that I had as an adult were like, they were from two narcissistic relationships. and Actually narcissistic or are you like you just being like they're no, narcissistic? No, no, no. Like actually like I went to the therapist, confirmed, signed, sealed, delivered. Like now I'm in therapy for like how, oh my like goodness. it was the process. So like I feel like with heartbreak there's like levels. So like, you know, you have your breakups where it's like the childish stuff and eventually you do move on and like the easiest ways for me to move on with those kinds of relationships was just like focusing on school or the things I wanted to do with my music. But like for the, the more serious adult relationships where it's like you're dealing with some form of abuse, whether it's physical, emotional or um, just verbal and then realizing like, oh, this person is gaslighting me. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it took a lot of therapy. Like that's when like you have to like really force yourself to let them go because you can hold on like i mean i was holding on to some of these relationships long past their expiration date and how long was... I'll, I'll challenge you <laughs> yeah i will too <laughs> <laughs> no, oh I my god like, though. it was a rigmarole for like i want to say from like 2014 oh, to 2019 oh don't go into the years because it's like it's like that back and forth because it wasn't just one person. It's like, oh, well, shoot. Not. Like, you start going through things, and at some point, I, and that's the thing. Like, in 2019, it clicked for me. Like, why do I keep doing this? Like, at this point, like, it's a ridiculous. Like, when you have to, like, pause and stare at yourself. Like, this is, like, this is, this is stupid. This is, yeah. Like, what are we doing right now? And then I realized, like, I need... Like, why do I keep attracting these people? Why do I keep choosing these people? Because I would look to my childhood like, I didn't grow up like that. Like, I'm grateful. Like, my parents, you know, they're together. We had a healthy relationship. Like, I didn't really see this growing up. But the more I was in therapy, like, you started to realize, like, wow, like, a lot of what you experience in school, whether it's Mm -hmm. bullying from other people in your family, other people's commentary that starts to seep in. Like, sometimes it's not necessarily like, oh, my parents suck. Like, no, it could just be everything going on externally and that you see. So I had to put a lot of work in in therapy, understanding, I still go to therapy, digesting um, everything that happened and understanding the severity of certain things, like, without going into too much detail, but just, like, realizing oh my god like this guy really tried to make me feel like nuts like i had yeah. one guy well one of the narcissists that would make me um think there was something wrong with my hearing oh like oh you're just hearing that i didn't say that when he really did oh. say that but it was like every time i would like question certain things like he would come at me about twist, my hearing twist it. Like, oh. literally like i can't hear and i started freaking out because like, yeah, i'm a that's musician gaslighting. that's yeah. like the actual definition like people <laughs> yeah that's the definition and i that. started going to the the, ear, the ENT all the time to check my ears because I started freaking out because he's telling me this so constantly. Like, I think there's something wrong with your hearing. You just don't hear well. And because <sighs> I do music and every a lot of it is by ear, I'm freaking out. And the ENT would be like, you're fine, you're fine. And then I went to another one and she's like, you just have allergies. So anyways, <laughs> I finally touched on it with my therapist. She was like, you know, he was just, it was like he was putting me in a psychosis, and sometimes, like, people will make you believe these things about yourself that are literally not, hap- they're not true, but they'll say it so much to make you believe it is true, and if you're with them long enough, like, you'll start to think it's true. I'm so serious, it wasn't until the pa- this past year that I laid off the freaking, and this is long past the relationship, 
at, like it was so in my subconscious. No, oh my no, gosh, you're, it, it was, you're right. Crazy. It's hard. <laughs> I've, I've, yeah, I've been in scenarios where like people make you feel crazy for doing things. Mm-hmm. I was like once in a relationship where someone made me feel like the way I spoke w- wasn't right. Like it wasn't. Gr- oh you hear how I'm talking. I think everyone can understand, but the way yeah. I spoke was not like grammatically correct. And I was like, oh, you need to speak better. Like, like you know, it's like just. Yeah, I've, like, it's, like, yeah. trying to chip away at your There's something wrong with you, and, yeah. like, if if you share a problem, then they're going to make it seem like, no, mm-hmm. it's actually you, like, you're the problem, <laughs> and, like, you just start going crazy, and mm-hmm. definitely been around some, like, I've been around someone who's a narcissist, and mm-hmm. took a while to even understand that, and, like, how that mm-hmm. affects you, and, like, how to navigate it, and, yeah, it, it takes time to recognize, and then to figure out how, like, an escape plan. Yeah, <laughs> because that's actually really hard. Oh, because they'll try to come back. Ugh. But then that's like the It's big... hard to say no. Yeah, yeah. If, if I don't know, for some uh, That's people. the big test, though. Like, you have to be like, okay, I already recognize this pattern, so ignore, bye. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, because after the discard phase, they disappear, but then they will come yeah. back. They want to lurk. They want to lurk. It's spooky season yeah yeah so definitely a lot of therapy a lot of spiritual work my own work on myself and like recognizing my own habits like i you know why do i tend to cling on to certain characteristics of people or why do i do this like little things that you don't think matter but you do them so much it's like over time it's like yeah this is not good for me or the people around me that i that are actually genuinely good to me Mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's yeah, I mean, I was single. I've been single now for the past three years, celibate for self, three years. Self-love. Oh, yeah. It doesn't have to be that way for everyone. That's just my experience. But I definitely feel like there comes a point, like, to really heal, you really have to, like, dig deep into, like, the issues and take the time to, like, process everything because there's so many layers to it. Yeah. I agree, and I think people do, like, a half-assed attempt sometime. Like, yeah, they'll, they'll like, try to heal for, like, six months, and they're like, oh, I'm ready. Like, it, it takes longer than that. Like, than that. everything like, goes back to childhood, and then, yeah. like, you have to heal your relationships with, like, the, the like your family, yeah. and then, like, your platonic relationships. You have to heal all those relationships yeah. before you're ready for romance. It's true. It's, it's true. You want to be your best self for yourself, but then also, like, you, like how you see yourself will reflect the other person. Yeah. Like in a relationship, you're impacting. Yeah, how you see yourself uh-huh. ultimately reflects how they see you because uh-huh. you're and how like, you treat them and like. It's true. Yeah. You have a song "No Gray," which <laughs> I love. Did you perform it at the SoFar Sound? Do you I remember? probably think so. did. Yeah, I, I, I might have. I think so. Probably at the end. Yeah, I I listen to that one a lot as well. Like, I like a lot of your early tracks. Specifically, those are, like, what I still have on repeat sometimes. You know, which is so sweet. (laughs) But do you want to tell a little bit about that song or the origin? (laughs) The origin story. Whatever makes you comfy. Uh, No, of course, no. No Grey was a... It was a fun song to write because... I remember being in the studio um, with the production duo, the writers, and it just flowed out of me. And, like, the whole concept was just not literally being in the grade. It either has to be this or that. Like, not like, oh, well, maybe. Oh, well, this. And that was while I was going through one of the narcissistic relationships I'd experienced because, like, you know, kind of always keeping things 
and kind of like that toss up. So I would always be around. So I'd be like, well, I don't know. So let me just still stick around. Like it was like kind of that thing. But I feel like at that point when we were recording it, I think we recorded it. I want to say maybe like winter 2018, something like that. I was getting to the point where I was just like, okay, like, I'm, like, this is not, like, that's when things started clicking. Like, this is not normal. Like, it either has to be this or that. So that's why it's like, no, okay, no, okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, like, it it came together pretty easily. It was, that was a therapy session, recording session situation. I love that. You should have an album therapy session. (laughs) An (laughs) album album. therapy session. (laughs) No, I don't we're, like games. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't like the gray. I feel like I'm very like, okay. Direct. Aries mode. Yeah, we're very so direct. many people are like, Lottie dog, beat around the bush. Yeah. But like you you in or you out? Yeah. Or are we just fuck it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's true. true. Like, like it's like if just that's what it I think also some because I've had that experience as well. Like with one guy, like he would be unserious. I'm like, okay, so we just go out on dates or help have our fun once in a while. But then he would get upset that I wasn't treating him more serious. But then when I would be more serious, he like, would switch. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, okay, <laughs> what, are you, what like, do you what's want? What's going on here? Like he would just. It was too much. Yeah, it was too much. Yeah, we talked about this a little before the show, but one of my favorite songs is Tell Me Who. I literally, when I heard it, I was, like, having a whole thing. I was literally sitting, like, we were, like, right in the front at at the show. And I literally was, like, imagining this whole situation in my head. I was like, this song is really headed right now. Wow, no, Tell Me Who, oh, my God, about the same... That freaking EP was about that that one same situation. Does he know... I mean, if he has ears and listens hard enough, but I don't know what these are. I, I would not. assume they know. I, who knows? But I don't ever like to, like, you know, put, like, a big spotlight on it. But, I mean, it's about my life. But that was that same situation. Like, then it became a whole love triangle rectangle thing. And I'm like, oh, what? Oh, not like, a rectangle. What, <laughs> what are too, we rectangle? What are we doing? So that's how that song came about. Like, is it like, is it about her? Is it about you? Is it about me? Is it about us? Like, what are you gonna do? Tell me what you're gonna do. Like, it's literally bar for bar. <laughs> Facts like that. Definitely no great. And tell me who are two songs that are like real, real life. Yeah. Do you have a song that like heals you through heartbreak or like an artist? Like, if you're go- if like you're going through it, you know. I would say, um, uh, Kalela. Kalela or Kalala? I can't remember. I'm I'm (laughs) I'm pronouncing her name so wrong, but she's so good. She actually has a new song, um, Washed Away, I think it's called. Far Away or Washed Away. Why am I not remembering? Yeah. (laughs) But that song, like, for me, it speaks to me to where I'm at now. Like, yeah, I'm, like, so far away. Like, I'm washed away. I had to, like hibernate for a time and just be out of my normal environment that I've known since forever to like cleanse myself of the past and like heal Mm. myself and move on so that song I listen to a lot now 
um SZA Good Days. I mm. love that one. Classic. I feel like Classic. that song is just like, and it's funny because I used to listen to it before, but because I wasn't in a place of like being ready to heal, I couldn't receive it. Yeah. And like a lot of her music at the time, I couldn't receive it. I couldn't understand why. But I'm a super emotional person when it comes to that. So like, even if other people are like bopping to it at the time, if I'm not feeling like that emotion, I it's like I can't hear it. But when I heard it though, when I was finally <laughs> in the place. I was just like, yeah, like, there's still life after this whole situation. And, yeah, I listening, uh, listening, I listen a lot to Mariah Carey, which I, I mean, I feel like I'm that's classic. a Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, definitely Make It Through the Rain, like, songs like that. That really, yeah. Oh, Ke- I think Michael Jackson keeps the faith. That's another one. I used to listen to a lot since I was little. You can have a playlist. Issa Marina's healing. Like, there's definitely, like, a lot of songs that I go back to to, like, uh, like, I feel free now. Like, I don't feel trapped to that anymore. Well, were there songs, like, in the past that... Okay, so I am I am a person who, like, will listen to a song to make me feel worse. Not oh, all the time. I totally, but like, yes, I do that too. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to, like, sit in this for a second. Are there any songs that are like that for you? Oh, my God. So, um, Charlie... This is a newer one. So, Charlie XCX, we spoke about her earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but her song, Every Rule, is word for word that relationship like and i had a while where i was just like <laughs> <laughs> like poor me <laughs> um kehlani um nights like this oh my oh, god that was wow that was, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that was my song for a while yeah her song hate the club which was the other one um oh my god my ring is yours. I forgot the name of that song. There's so many. But yeah, I do that. I do that. I torture myself sometimes. <laughs> I feel like I'm not that bad. I feel like I'm like, I just Sometimes can't. you I'm just, right. sometimes you need to just think about it. You just yeah, need so you to have your moment. Out. Yeah. And then I it's over. Cry, You're no. good. I feel like I, I, I suppress the cry. cry. I try to. I just like, they don't It's come. so good to cry. It's I refreshing. I cry like twice a year. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like I get like a drop here and there, but like I don't. Oh, I'm, I'm a, a crier. No, yeah, me too. Like I, I, the last time I really cried hard, like ah, was they had like um for like the patron scene of Cuba, they have a church a church down in Miami. Like they bring like the statue out for her, like her feast day or whatever, like Catholic things. But I was like, oh, I want to <laughs> go see it, like you know that whole thing. And I was bawling. Anytime I'm like in a church, I like bawl like crazy, crying. And my friend was like, that's the Holy Spirit. I'm like, I know. Like, that's the <laughs> other side of me that's just like, okay, girl, we get it. Like, you're Catholic, whoa. But, like, those are moments where it's just, like, this, uh, I don't know, for it's me, like, so, that just overwhelming, overwhelming feeling of, like, hope and, like, mm-hmm. enjoying the moment. And then everyone was there. They were crying, too, like, over joy over this feast. Day. And it's, like, it's things that are hard to explain. Maybe it's people they are silly, which I get it. But... It means something. So, like, I have moments like that, too, or where I'll think about, like, I get sad about what's going on in the world, and I start crying. Like, I get really emotional about stuff like that. You're giving me INFJ. <laughs> <laughs> what's your Myers-Briggs? My what? Your Myers-Briggs. Have you heard of it? No. Oh. Uh, we talk about a, this a lot. That's, that's a, it's like a personality test. That oh, okay. I've heard people talk about this, have not actually. I feel done. like I have to just like a lot from yeah, everything. I have an INFJ, and then yeah. she's an ENFJ. Okay, I have to check mine then. Okay, because well, I'm we'll post. probably 
we're probably the same. I feel like you guys are in sync about yeah. that. Because I feel like outwardly, maybe I don't appear that way to people because I, I roll my eyes a lot and it's not even same. fine. <laughs> I have a bad habit. Like, I just roll them. I don't know. I used to get in trouble for that when I was in kindergarten. It was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> INFJs, like, come off a little sharp. Or, like, not, like, sharp, just, like, a little sassy, a little, like, I don't yeah. know. I could see that. Just, but then they're, like, feel so much. And people are like, wow, you feel and think so much? <laughs> yeah. like, like, I didn't see that coming. Like, I don't, like, like I, don't, I will see something and just be bawling in a public place. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's happening right now? Like, it's not, and it'll be so random, like, non-stop. <laughs> like, I'll think about my grandma, God rest her soul, crying i don't know i'll be driving i'm talking about like random activities but uh yeah we're emotional here <laughs> but like emotions are good it's good yeah. to feel and not be numb it's nice to just like yeah. like all feelings are welcome yeah. you know and putting it into songs so like a lot of times like when i feel like that i'm like i'll write about it like i had a friend one time like i remember one time i was really frustrated over some little kitty relationship whatever she was like write about it like, put in a song. Like, what are you calling me for now? And I'm like, you're fucking right. That's, so that's what, that's what she says to me. So that's She's what like, I you just need to write. Like, I'm tired of hearing about this. Put it in a song. And no <laughs> lie, like, I, um, I wrote uh, that whole story comes from the song Lonely. It's on my second EP because I was really fucking lonely. Like, so I wrote about it. And after that, I felt so much better, so... Yeah. I think for everyone at this table, writing is healing. And maybe yeah. to whoever's listening, if you haven't tried, you should try writing if you're having yeah. a hard day. Just write it out. <laughs> I think we all stand by that. But I feel like people get, um, like, if you're keeping a journal or something, I feel like what stops uh, people from doing it is, like, them feeling silly. Like, dear diary. It doesn't even, dumb diary. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be like that, though. You no. can just kind of, like, scribble. Free How write, do you feel? Freestyle, bro. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Write a story that's you, but with a different name. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Your character. No, I I think that's the lesson, and I feel like we've had we've covered so many amazing topics, and maybe we just like close it now. <laughs> yeah, I love this. I feel yeah, like we really yeah. went above and beyond. On we really did. I love. We even went. In, we dabbled into writing too. We went to ex- religion. We went oh, to yeah. Myers Briggs. Reincarnation. <laughs> Reincarnation. You Twin flames. Treat today. Yeah. yeah. You guys had such so a cute fun. episode. Yeah. Well, you guys loved it. Isa, thank you so much for thank being you on so your much show. for coming. Check out her instagram yeah yes. we'll have her instagram her all the social medias on the website on our instagram um we have a special treat for you guys we did a photo Yay. shoot earlier i'm excited and there's so music coming out too there's, oh there's, snaps is there to album that coming an ep an album do you tell anyone or is it um, secret i'm not sure if it'll be an ep or an album but it exists it has a title there are songs i just have to finish writing them <laughs> and get them mixed and mastered but they exist they're not in the air yeah. Well, stay tuned for all stay this. Tuned. Okay, yes. thank um, you guys for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.